This project was made possible with support from California Humanities, a nonprofit partner of the National Endowment for the Humanities. Visit calhume.org. From KVPR in Fresno. On this week's The Other California, the origins of an annual cattle drive that goes right through town. I mean, there's yours just rain so hard, you're thinking, what am I doing out here? But hey, part of it, cowboy up. And an 87-year-old stunt woman for popular westerns recalls her team roping days. It's the I roped with my dad. We competed in the Rodeo Cowboys Association rodeos. And at the time, women couldn't join as a contestant. It's all about horseback riding, ranches, and the western stampede as we head to the small rural town of Chowchilla in Madera County. I'm Alice Daniel, and this is... El otro California. I live California, Al California, California, California. California. I live in other California. I see them. A long line of second graders, some decked out in cowboy hats, sit on the curb of Chowchilla's palm tree lined Robertson Avenue watching in the distance as about 200 cattle come down the street. Ranchers and farmers and, heck, just about anyone else who can ride a horse and wants to participate are keeping the cattle in a tight, swiftly moving herd. The cattle drive is an annual tradition here to mark the beginning of the Chowchilla Western Stampede, which includes team roping and barrel racing. It's a yearly event for school kids, too, but this field trip, it's quick. Before the second graders know it, the cattle have passed them and are headed to the fairgrounds. That, that's it. What did you think, boys and girls? Amazing. Yeah. What part was your favorite part? Seeing Mario. Seeing Mario? No, not that Mario. Mario is a local celebrity who runs a Mexican restaurant here in this town of around 18,000. Chowchilla is 40 miles north of Fresno. You can see those signature palm trees that line the main street from Highway 99. The largest women's prison in the country is eight miles away, and Chowchilla gained national headlines in 1976 for a school bus kidnapping of 26 students and their driver. They later escaped. In the 1950s, nearby Fairmead was a prosperous black settlement with the largest single dairy in the state. We'll hear more about why Fairmead even existed next week. But for now, let's get back to the stampede. As the students start to trail off back to school, a man in a cowboy hat and overalls walks down the street, playing a guitar and singing at the top of his lungs. He's... Raz the Roman hillbilly, and I'll go around and play hillbilly country music at rodeos. He's got a persona going on here, so hillbilly works, but having grown up in Tennessee, I still find it strange to hear. Raz lives on a ranch just up the road in the Sierra Nevada foothills in a little place called Raymond. God's country, he calls it. He's played at the Chowchilla Western Stampede for a few years now. The tradition of the West is really kept alive here, you know. The tradition of the West that he's referring to is that slice of buckaroo life that few people get to see anymore, the cattle drive. And this cattle drive ends at the fairgrounds, where I head next. 
There, I meet a person who loves the Western way of life in Chowchilla. His name? Steve Branco. Branco, not Bronco. <laughs> He's standing right outside where the cattle are now corralled. Steve tells me his father, Dan Branco, and a few other ranchers started the Chowchilla Stampede back in 1958. They could not afford to haul the cattle, so all the guys on the committee got together and drove the cattle to town. Sean, get over here. Steve has been on the Stampede Committee for about 45 years. He calls out to another Stampede Committee member, Sean Dill. D-I-L-L, like Dill Piddle. Sean's father was also one of the Stampede founders. He says no one in town knew the cattle drive was coming that first year. They could have avoided downtown and headed straight for the fairgrounds, but they didn't. Instead of going around and coming here, they just said, you know what, let's go right through town and make a showing. <laughs> the cattle drive happens, Steve says, rain or shine. I mean, there's years just rain so hard, you're thinking, what am I doing out here? But hey, part of it, cowboy up. Steve is 66 now, but he has a picture of himself when he's just three or four years old, sitting atop a horse. Next to him is a famous American actor, stuntman, and world champion rodeo cowboy. You know, uh, years ago when I was a little kid, Ben Johnson, he'd come riding a cattle drive with us. This year, Steve says, another stuntman is riding in the cattle drive. I mean, we've had, I was telling her about Cole, you want, to, you want me you want to interview Cole Nalen, the guy that's the stuntman on 1883 in Yellowstone? Cole! The stuntman Cole has a brother in Chowchilla, so he likes to visit here, especially his two-year-old nephew. Birthdays and boo calls me. I drive out of Texas, even though fuel's high, I'll come. Did you hear him say, Pooh calls me? Steve Branco's nickname is Pooh, or Pooh Bear. Steve says he got it in college, but that's all he'll tell me. It's not long before this group, including Steve's wife, Kathy, gets to talking about Steve's dad. He went to the National Rodeo Finals nine times as a team roper. They say he liked to do things his way. There was three ways, the right way, wrong way, and Dan's way. That's the only way you could do things. Nine times out of ten, we just did it Dan's way. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it was going to be. Anyway. Or ten out of ten. <laughs> to give you an example... Years ago, the owner of a former tire shop complained about the cattle drive. So Dan roped a steer during the event and led him into the store. The Chowchilla Western Stampede takes place over two weekends, with the cattle drive and team roping the first and barrel racing the second. I'll explain barrel racing in a minute, and no, it doesn't involve pushing barrels or rolling inside barrels. But first, I want to introduce you to Sammy Thurman Brackenberry. She's... 87. No, I think I'm only 86. You argue every time. She's 86 or 87. That's her daughter, Jody Branco. And yes, she's a Chowchilla Branco. Jody is married to Pooh Bear's brother, Larry, who also ropes cattle. Sammy is here at the fairgrounds because, well, frankly, she's a badass rodeo star. She's being honored for her participation in the barrel race, starting with the first one here at the Stampede back in the 1960s. Well, I was overjoyed when I started having a barrel race here. Barrel racing is traditionally a woman's sport, although a lot more men do it now, and involves racing a horse around barrels in a cloverleaf pattern. Sammy's dad ran a ranch in nearby Raymond when she was in her 20s, so she came to Chowchilla a lot. And she did well here and everywhere. I won the world in 1965. I qualified 12 times for the national finals. 
But Sammy didn't just do barrel racing. She was also a team roper in a sport that at the time was all men. See, I roped with my dad. We competed in the Rodeo Cowboys Association rodeos, and at the time, women couldn't join as a contestant. She was friends with someone high up in the Cowboys Association, and he told her to just enter. And if anyone gave her a hard time, he would deal with them. We won second at Salinas, uh, and I, I placed right here. She says she wasn't a cowgirl, but what people then called a cowboy girl, which was considered more prestigious. Because I roped with my dad and did everything the boys do. For the first time, you'll actually see what the cowboy and his horse are like as you live their real-life adventures on the open range. And starting in her early 20s, Sammy also acted in movies and westerns, including the Disney movie Horse of the West, where she played the... The lovely, versatile, talented Elena Vasquez, a name that is legend in California ranching history. Sammy is part Choctaw, part Latina. So this isn't a case of a white woman playing a Latina, which happened a lot back then. And Sammy didn't just act. Her first marriage was to a stuntman. I started doing stunts, and I did stunts for years, and rodeo too. In the 1980 movie, Nine to Five, Sammy was Dolly Parton's double. I think I'd like to just come riding up one day and give him a taste of his own medicine. Nine to Five is a satire about three secretaries who get revenge on their egotistical, sexist boss, Frank. In this scene, Dolly tells her co-workers about a fantasy where she rides a horse to the office and treats Frank like he treats her in real life, a sex object. Frank, I'm warning you, come back here. No, I won't. And he's out of the shoe, ladies and gentlemen. He's out of the shoe. Look at him. That's a big bull's hitter from the high glass tower. Nails Miss Dora Lee Rose. At the end of the scene, Dolly, well, Sammy, lassos Frank and ties him up like a cat. Now let's see how long it takes you to hog-tie this sexist, egotistical, lying, hypocritical bigot. Five seconds, ladies and gentlemen, just five seconds. But Sammy says she had the most fun doing stunts in the movie... Comes a Horseman. I was doubling Jane. She doubled for Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda as Ella. You're free to pack it in anytime you want. Woman enough to go it alone in a man's world. So how do they do that? Do they put, like, a big ponytail? Guess what? She wore falsies. Okay, if she says so. But she did. She wore falsies to match me. And, you know, usually the the stunt person matches the actor, you yes, know. Your best, your best stunt person is somebody that's plain Jane and has no boobs because they can put all that stuff on. <laughs> Doesn't matter what your hair is, if it's long or short, they can fix that too. <laughs> her daughter Jody rolls her eyes, but Sammy says not to worry. Jane wouldn't care. She's super, but I wasn't a real good double for her, but I had to rope. There wasn't nobody else out there that could rope, like I could, or even in, for that matter at all. I'm not sure how to fact-check this. I tried to ask via Twitter, but that wasn't successful. I have to wonder what it was like for Jody having a mother who was a rodeo star. Being the rodeo star was probably easier than when we would walk into a restaurant, they thought she was Elizabeth Taylor. They just knew she was a movie star or something. Embarrassed me absolutely to death. And like Elizabeth Taylor, Sammy's been married many times, seven to be exact. 
Jody says her mom told her that in her day... You had to marry him if you were going to sleep with a man. It's different now. Now she's married to a man who is her junior. Yep, to a guy that's 21 years younger than me. And she's been married to him longer than all the other ones together. He's mostly retired now, she says. He was a wrangler in the business. and uh, But he's retired now, and we have cattle, and we rope, and, <laughs> and I'm the boss. Spoken like a true cowboy girl. The Chowchilla Western Stampede takes place every March. I should say no cows went into tire stores this year. And it's a place where local ranchers can gather to show off their horseback riding skills. 72-year-old Leland Decker says he competes in the team roping for fun. But that's not what he does on a day-to-day basis. Leland is a horse trainer and has been for more than half a century. His Green Valley Training Center is just a few miles out in the country from Chowchilla's downtown. Almost as soon as I meet him, I learn one thing. People who love to be around horses, they really love to be around horses. There's no gray area. My work is horses. My spare time is horses. My hobby is horses. Leland's vacation is horses. I don't have a boat. I don't have a camper. I don't play golf. I don't play tennis. I don't go fishing. I don't go hunting. He built the horse track on his property. He welded the pipe fencing around it. He trains young riders to exercise the horses. All right, they're going to go around again. Then they're going to going to pull up, and then they're going to the gates. Let's go. For decades, he galloped the horses himself, but these days his well-worn cowboy boots stand firmly on the ground. About the time you get the experience and your brain's working really good, the body's wearing out. <laughs> so that's why I have these guys that are, that are younger, but I watch what's getting done and I tell them what I want done and I make sure it's done the way I want it. And that's from day one, when young horses first get broken in here. This horse just got here, we just started him. Leland points to a two-year-old thoroughbred walking in circles inside a round pen. He's learning to carry his saddle. He's learning to give to the bit so you can guide him. From there, the horse will progress to learning the fundamentals, from stop and go to galloping and racing. It can take from three to five months. People say, well, how long does it take to train a horse? How long does it take to educate a person? (laughs) It depends on the individual, the skill and knowledge of the teacher, and what you consider educated. Do you want a do you want an eighth grade education or you want a PhD? You've got to learn to read a horse, he says. It's what he tells young trainers who work for him. You need a lead rope Fallon. Like 24-year-old Fallon O'Neill. She grew up on a farm and started riding horses just a couple years after she learned to walk. At one point, she says she really wanted to be a jockey. I was just obsessed with it. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can do that. And then with there being so few women in the industry, um, I was like, yes, this is, this is what I want to do. But now she just likes working with the young horses. She calls them the babies. Still, when she's on the track with another trainer, they pretend to be Seabiscuit and Secretariat, two champion racehorses of different eras. Years ago, Leland says, one of the horses he trained later made it to the Kentucky Derby. But it's really hard to predict the success of a horse. People who buy racehorses 
may see it as a business. <laughs> okay. They, they, they call it an investment and they call it business, but you're gambling. The height of horse racing, Leland says, was in the 1940s and 50s. It was more popular than baseball. The race is the Westerner, the 18th running of Hollywood's version of the Derby. And the horse, the horse to watch is Roundtable, favored at 3 to 20. If you look at the old newscast when they, when they built and opened Hollywood Park, the movie stars were there. The stands were packed. You know, I mean, well, that's gone now. It's, it, they, they tore it down. Hollywood Park no longer exists. But Leland, he's raking the track right now, still has plenty of thoroughbreds to train. And he still rides for fun. But he's had a number of injuries. Once, a horse kicked him from the side. About 10 years ago, I had a horse cow kick me, which means they reach up and kick like this instead of directly behind. Took out both knees. His tolerance for pain seems to rival his love of horses. Even though he has five horses of his own, he still goes to horse auctions. He can't be trusted, he says. Liable to come home with one I don't need. And what does your wife say? <laughs> At this point of her life, we've been married for over 50 years. At this point, she just kind of shakes her head and goes, oh, God. <laughs> A while ago, he says, he saw this incredible bay mare at an auction. It had an excellent pedigree and, well, let's just leave it at that. And that's The Other California. Next week, we return to Chowchilla to learn about the neighboring enclave of Fairmead and how water and racism changed the fates of both communities. This episode was written and produced by me, Alice Daniel. Mixing and sound design by Rob Spate, with editorial help from Polly Stryker. Web support from Alex Burke. Technical support from Don Weaver. Joe Moore is our president and general manager. Special thanks to the KVPR news team. Madi Bolaños, Sarith Hawk, Carrie Klein, and Kathleen Schock. And musician Omar Noray. Before I leave the fairgrounds, I can't help but ask Jody Branco where her brother-in-law, Pooh Bear, got his nickname. It's just a nickname they gave him. He looked like he was just a kind of a little Pooh Bear when he was little. That's it? Okay. You've been listening to The Other California. <laughs>